0: Welcome to Dub C Podcast. What's good in the hood? Introducing first, out of Concord, California, weighing in at 144 pounds, soaking wet, standing six feet tall, Zachary Reed Corcoran. Why are you changing your voice? (laughs) That's my normal voice, bro. What you mean? You think you're hard. Are you not going to introduce me? All right. And then next... Big, sexy, standing at five nine, one eighty, all muscle, built like a meatball. Joshua,
1: Thomas, Weens. Yeah, I think you did a uh, a great justice in keeping true to uh, an, an even representation of both parties.
0: Yeah, I think so too. Meatball, and you're built like
1: a string cheese. All right, Packers. Just got ran out of San Francisco or Santa Clara.
0: Yeah, that's one of my favorite things is when they, you know, they just love to show San Francisco, even though the Niners play like an hour away from San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Thinking, what are they going to show from Santa Clara? Oh, here's great America for the 17th time on the broadcast.
1: What's your takeaway from that game?
0: Packers are frauds. I thought that was pretty – I said that last time. I said, I don't think – should much closer to a 6-4 team than an 8-2 and two team, and I think that was on display tonight.
1: Yeah, I, I think it's a little bit of both. Uh, Packers are not as good as advertised, being the fact that you know, they, it showed when their run game was shut down and they resorted to these quick little passes, and that was – Getting nothing done while they're supposed their strong suit's supposed to be their offensive line and then the Raiders or sorry, the Niners just bullied them up front. Yeah, I I
0: mean their starting right tackle did leave the game off after the second drive, I believe, so but still they were getting bullied before that.
1: Yeah, Roger, Why second – Oh go ahead, go ahead. Rogers completed twenty passes for 104 yards. Yeah, that's and he got sacked five times. Yeah, that's for just...
0: like a loss of forty yards. <laughs> Thirty-nine or whatever it was. That's insane. That's got to be Rod- Aaron Rodgers' like worst game of his career.
1: Yeah, and that's because there was pressure on him the whole game, and the run game wasn't helping. Twenty-four carries for eighty-three yards. Yeah, I don't. And I don't feel like that uh,
0: they could run the ball that much after getting down by multiple scores pretty early in the game. They they kind of became one-dimensional by midway through the second quarter.
1: Well, we had. We charted our picks. We did my picks, your picks, my dad's picks, the third partner on this podcast that never shows up, his picks. What's his name? Have I met him before? I don't remember. Is he the good-looking brother? Nope. And then we had uh, my girlfriend Janessa's picks as well. And coming into – let me see. Let me add up – I'm going to add up the last couple games – let me know a little bit more about that niners Packers game.
0: Well, I mean, I think another clear thing or something we can take away is how big of a game changer George Kittle is. He was manhandling people on blocks, and then he comes back and has six catches, 130 yards and a touchdown. And on that, on his long 60-yard touchdown, he ran a beautiful route to just embarrass not a linebacker, not a safety, but a corner and just – made him look like he'd never played football before. It would be like if I was trying to cover him. And then he ran away from him, which is even more impressive, (laughs) considering he's playing on a broken ankle
1: or like has a broken bone in his ankle. I agree with that. I think Kittle's the X-factor, and that was pretty obvious today. Sanders is important, but they can win without him, I think, if Kittle is active.
0: Yeah, I mean, Sanders is good. He he takes some pressure off, but the emergence of Debo, I also think, is – uh, a pretty big deal, too, because I feel like uh, having Sanders being hurt the last couple games and trying to play through and missing most of that Seattle game, Jimmy's had to rely on Debo a little bit more, and Debo's stepped up to the plate
1: when asked to. So it looks like, after further review, I went 10-12, still one more game. Allegedly. Actually, I think that, no, that is 10 of 10-13. Actually, 10 of 13. Let's see. New England SF, that puts you at 8 of 13. We got Alex, the other partner that might show up in a couple years. 10 of 13. My dad came in. He had New England and Green Bay. Ooh, Green Bay, that stinks. 8 of 13. Janessa had New England and Green Bay. 9 of 13. It looks like I'm up front with 10 and 13. and So is your brother. We had... Uh, well, I'm, it's looking nice from the bottom.
0: Started from the bottom, now we're here.
1: Four of the five of us took Baltimore, and my dad, the lone warrior at the Rams. The games that set apart today, I was the lone, lone person with Tampa Bay and Washington, and uh, my dad was the lone person with the Jets. What the fuck was Oakland doing?
0: Well, I mean, I think we kind of gave – I mean, I personally, I think I gave them a little too much credit thinking they had an identity and they could run the wall and go in and do this. But, I mean, we saw that they went to the East Coast where the weather isn't beautiful like it is out here on in California. And they just – with the wet ball, like, they had timely drops that just derailed their offense. But the biggest problem is their defense – uh they didn't force a punt until like midway through the third quarter or the end of the third quarter. You can't I don't care what anyone says. You they had a couple bad calls to go against them in that game, but it doesn't matter if you can't stop anyone, you're not gonna win.
1: Sam Their Darnold car, I,
0: Go
1: go ahead. I thought I was watching fucking Tom Brady versus the twenty nineteen Bengals. He carved up the Raiders defense I I had to stop watching that game after halftime, but every single play was either a missed tackle, blown coverage, uh, and then, yeah, Jacobs, that's supposed to be the Raiders' bread and butter and then go off the play action and the short passes. Jacobs had 10 carries for 34 yards. Granted, New York is the number one rush defense, but that was a piss-poor performance.
0: Yeah, I think that's another thing that we didn't really take into account going into the week is how stout New York's been against the run this season in that I mean it was like strength versus strength and we clearly saw that New York's str- defense won out this time and I, I mean, Derek Carr just he he had a couple drop-size receivers but he did not look like I mean it just I think it just showed like if you if he's down he's not going to be able to bring you back that he's not that capable of bring you back when he has to
1: throw the ball more than 6 7 yards in the air you could see him yelling at his teammates too and yeah uh, there's been which is, stories which is crazy, which is, which is w- weird to watch. Cause like
0: we're, we're both from the Bay area. So we've grown up watching the Niners and Raiders. I'm a Niners fan. You're not, but we, your dad worked with the Raiders. So you're, we're both very accustomed like to these teams and know them. And it's weird watching Jimmy. I mean, in that Seattle game, he didn't yell at anyone. He just clapped and ran off the field when his dudes would drop a car. You would have thought that you killed his mother. He looks like he wants to kill his teammates and it's like, dude, you're not Tom Brady. Relax out there. Tom Brady gets away with that cuz he has 6 rings.
1: Yeah, you want to talk about Tom Brady. How about we talk about the fucking refs in Foxborough? That tripping call on 3rd and 1 was Which new, one? The, the first or second tripping call? I only saw the second one. I know there was two. Did you see the first one?
0: Yeah, I saw a video of it and it was just it, you could say it was borderline worse. I mean, tripping – to me, tripping is like when a guy falls down and intentionally tries to lift his leg when someone's running by him. When you're blocking and the guy just falls down because you're stronger than him, that's not tripping.
1: Yeah, so I, for those that didn't watch the game, third and one. Dak hits Zeke in the flat for a first down. They and yeah, call- I remember there's what? There's a minute 45 left in the game. Yeah, 13 to nine. Dallas is trying to drive. 10-yard tripping penalty, third and 11. They bring the blitz, incomplete pass, fourth and 11. He hits Cooper over the middle. Cooper dives, catches it. They review it. Overturned.
0: Yeah, bounce off the turf. That's a good. That was a good call. It was players' yeah. day
1: that it, he didn't secure it. And then uh, Patriots are running out the clock, and there's five seconds left. I don't know if you saw this, but they're going to run the play that everyone runs. Brady's going to hike it, take three steps back, throw it sky high in the air. The clock's going to run out. So Brady hikes it, takes a couple steps, Edelman runs a go route, he throws it high in the air, out of bounds. And they showed the replay. The clock stopped at one second while the ball was still at its apex in the air. They just decided they weren't gonna let the clock run and they wanted the Cowboys to have a play. <laughs> it was they were they showed the replay and the the bullshit and official, uh, official Was it expert, Pereira or whatever his name is? Yeah. Uh, they all fucking suck he comes on and he goes he goes yeah so uh time is still supposed to uh continue running until the ball hits something out of bounds and then they show the replay and the clock is stopped at one and the ball's not even on the fucking screen
0: damn yeah i mean maybe they were trying to get the patriots some more fantasy defensive points there hoping for a turnover or something on the last play
1: who knows what the fuck they were doing?
0: Uh. Yeah, but yeah, that I mean, that's another thing we can talk about is this officiating. I feel like it's like every week they just take a dartboard and they throw it at. Us. They're like, oh, this is the random call we're gonna make this week, that no one even even sees, but set maybe once or twice a season, and it's gonna be enforced completely wrong, like the tripping penalty this week, or like when the Packers beat the Lions a, a couple weeks ago with the hands to the face that was not a hands to the face. It's like. What are these guys doing? even the night in the Niners game, they gave Devontae Adams an unsportsmanlike conduct for bumping a guy going I back saw to the huddle. That. Like, oh, is gonna be a like, long what? man. I was like, "What? The, the dude's from the area. He's hyped up. It's Sunday night football. Two teams, the two top teams in the NFC facing each other, and record-wise, and you that you're gonna call that? I mean, it just that's a, that, that that that's the refs t- taking the, the focus away from the game and going, "Look at me, look at me. I'm here too."
1: Good official, you shouldn't notice. Uh, just running through, looking at the scores. There's not much to say about some of these games. Uh, Seattle. Seattle looks pretty legit. They won today with their feature back looking horrible, fumbling multiple times. Granted, they had Penny break out and have a game. They had, Lockett had one catch, and Rust didn't look good, and they were still able to handle it. You know. Pretty battered Eagles team, but. Well, I mean,
0: the Seahawks didn't look that great. I think the Eagles DBs and secondary have been getting picked on all year. And I know that there's a little bit windy there today, but their defense looked legit. The problem is, is Carson Wentz. He 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 had a wide open touchdown to a running back five feet away from him and threw it 40 feet over his head. It's like. Wentz is bad. He, I mean, it doesn't help that he's playing with. AFL and XFL receivers right now, because three of his starting receivers are out, but at the same time, it's like, come on, dude. Like, you got to hit the easy ones. He missed a couple just layup throws that could have completely changed the game. Mix that in with his history of fumbling the ball. and yeah, He fumbled three or four times a day, and it just, it just kills your team. Their defense was played lights out for the most part, but when you give him a short field, and Russell Wilson's an elite player, like, you give him the ball enough times, so
1: he's going to take advantage. Kind of makes you wonder what happened, because just a few years ago, he had looked like he had the MVP locked up. Yeah, I think a lot of it just has to do with
0: the injuries to their team and lack of confidence, and it can be a lot of things. But they're just – I think, I mean, luckily for them, they might win the NFC at, what, 9-7 and seven or something, because they're, the rest of their schedule, they only play one winning team, and it's the Cowboys. So – I think they play, like, the Redskins, the Redskins, Giants, Lions, something like that, and then the Cowboys, and it's like, wow, that's a pretty favorable schedule. I got it right here for you. They go
1: at Miami. Yeah. Home versus should- the Giants. At Washington. Home versus Dallas. At the Giants. Wow.
0: Yeah, so they should they should easily go – or not easily. They should realistically go 4-1 in that run if they consider themselves even a potential playoff team. Yeah. And with the only – lot with the, like, maybe lose to the Giants because it's a division rival. They should handle the Dolphins, handle the Redskins, beat the Giants. They should beat the Giants twice, but if they lose once to them, I mean, it is a rivalry game or interdivision game. And the Cowboys, they, they have a good chance to beat the Cowboys, so. Yeah,
1: Cowboys finish with home versus Buffalo Thanksgiving <laughs> at Chicago. Home versus the Rams at Philly, home versus Washington. So that's definitely yeah. a, a tougher schedule.
0: Yeah. I mean, as long as they can take a couple of these games and beat Philly, they'll be fine because they should beat Rossing or Washington at the end of the season. All right, let's yeah. move on to a, Let's move on to a, actually one of the more maybe not pretty games, but ended up be, ultimately being quite entertaining towards the end. Was uh, the game that you predicted the Washington Redskins would win against Detroit? A nineteen sixteen matchup coming down to trading field goals at the end, and ultimately the Redskins making a defensive play to seal the deal.
1: I saw nothing of that game. What happened?
0: So, I mean, it wasn't – I mean, there was no, like, big plays being made or anything real like, but, I mean, it was 16-13. The Redskins were losing, then they came back. 16-16, they get the ball back, kick a go-ahead field goal. They're up 19-16. Lions have the ball with like 40 seconds left and the Redskins picked them off at midfield with about 30 seconds left in the game. But one funny thing that did come out of that game, which again is a negative knock I think on Haskins is they had to put Case Keenum out to do the victory formation to take the last snap of the game because Haskins was over in the stands taking pictures with fans. I shit you not. This is a real thing. He was taking a selfie with people in the stands. I I was because I was because I was watching the I was watching the last play of the game and I was like, why did Case Keenan come into the game? This is like Haskins first win. I feel like that's where he would want to be is out. There's no better formation than the victory formation when you're on the winning team. Wow. That's kind of embarrassing, to be honest. But I mean, they're the Redskins for a reason, right? That their organization has proven to be a little lackluster, to say the least.
1: Yeah, that's saying the least. Camp uh, over Atlanta. That's a shit bowl. Nobody cares. Dave,
0: James, did you see Jameis Winston? Uh, what was the stat today? He made it to 100 turnovers in, like, 70 games. Yeah, he Jim- he threw, threw two picks today, but he also threw three touchdowns. And, God, he's, like, he's a roller coaster of emotions. Let me tell you that. I have him on my fantasy team. And, oh, man, here you go from low lows. He started out the game 0 for 1 with a pick. And then you look up, and he has two touchdowns of two hundred yards. And then he throws another pick, and you are like, "Oh, here we go again."
1: Why don't you get a hold of this line, Brandon Allen? Brandon fucking Allen, ten of, of twenty-five Denver Broncos, ten of twenty-five for eighty-two yards and a pick, sacked four times, a thirty-two point four
0: quarterback rating. I mean, yeah, we could move on to that game. The Bills, the, the Bills
1: are the Broncos are just not good. He targeted Sutton eight times for one reception.
0: He targeted who for one reception? Sutton. So I, how do you do that? He's their your best. Like the Bills, they have <laughs> the Bills are they're they're not a good they're not a great team. I wouldn't even consider them a good team, but they do beat up on poor teams because they have an elite defense. Josh Allen's been playing better of late, but
1: yeah, I think I, mean, I think they're a good team.
0: They're I don't they think are they're going to they beat anyone come playoff time. Like they might have a nice shiny record. Unfortunately for them, they play in New England's division, so they're not going to win the division. But they'll make the playoffs. But I, I just, like, watching them play, they don't – they're not overly – like, they, they're kind of frauds in a way. They're not an 8-3 caliber team. They're probably closer to a 6-5 and five caliber team. They just have had such a generous schedule.
1: And the other game that is of note would be Saints-Panthers. That was a doozy. Yeah kickers man kickers I mean I don't I
0: could never feel bad for a kicker ever they got one job to kick the football and if you miss from anywhere in perfect conditions in a dome and you miss from anywhere inside of 50 yards that's just kind of embarrassing nowadays with all the quality of kickers there are out there and like all these people that are all these kickers that have made 55 60 yard field goals if you're in a dome there's no reason you should miss a 45 yarder let alone a 28 yarder 28 yards I we I was up in high school we went up to the field on a muddy field and we were kicking 28 yard field goals no cleats on it's just a joke it's like it's I I don't know what else to say like it's like you have one job that's like a quarterback missing I don't even know and they would have they would have put them in position to win the game. Ultimately, Drew Brees came back and did what Drew Brees does and led them down the field to win. Another note, okay, it's third and 10, 35 seconds left in the game. They need 30 yards for a field goal. Who are you going to cover on the Saints? Who's the one guy that you want to cover on the Saints? Uh, Taysom Hill. No, not one. Don't put one, not two. Put three guys on them. Drop drop eight or drop seven or whatever and put – two or three guys on Michael Thomas, you can't let them get wide open and on top of that get out of bounds when they have no timeouts? Like, what are you doing? Who, like, it's just inexcusable. Like, how, is that, how is that even possible to not only give up 30 yards but also to let them go out of bounds when you know exactly what they're trying to do?
1: 30 of 39 for 311, three tugs and a pick for Breeze. Don't quote me on it, but if someone wants to go back, I had him at 30 of 38. For three hundred and change and a couple touchdowns, just saying.
0: 30- I definitely think it was two eighty, but I'll give you your moment.
1: 34-31, kind of a lucky win for the Saints. They got that division locked up.
0: Yeah, uh, one thing I took away
1: from that that game is, is, I
0: know that they've they've played three division games in a row, but they got curb stomped by Atlanta a couple weeks ago. They beat Atlanta, or they beat Tampa, but Jameis did Jameis things and had like five picks or five turnovers, whatever. And then they, they very easily could have lost today. I don't think they're as elite. They're, they're, I think there's a little bit more chinks in their armor than we were thinking a couple weeks ago when when Bridgewater was undefeated with them and everyone was hyping them up. Oh, Breeze is coming back. Are they the best team in football? I think we we're starting to see that they're a good team. They're a top four team in the NFC, but uh, let's pump our brakes on Putting them atop as the number one team in the NFL.
1: Yep, I can agree with that. Uh, I think you got to go Niners, and then in Niners at one, and then two A, two B, two C. I have Seahawks, Saints, and Packers. I still, I still think I, I'm not putting the Seahawks out of the Packers.
0: Really? I I think the Seahawks. Uh, yeah, I could see that. I mean,
1: they both have their flaws.
0: It depends, because the, the Seahawks' defense lately has been flying around making plays. So, I mean, if their defense can do that and give Russell Wilson an extra possession or two a game, then I think they're definitely better than the Packers. The The Packers' offense is just it, – it seems really streaky. It's like they'll go games where they're just – they look like, how in the world can people stop this? Aaron Rodgers is flinging 50-yard passes. Aaron Jones is taking screen passes 60 yards for touchdowns, and then they have games like – tonight or against the Chargers where it's like they can't run, they don't run the ball that well. And Aaron Rodgers is just getting hit, kicking sacks, not completing any passes more than five yards on the field. It's just, they, there's, no, there's not like a, they, there's no like consistency there.
1: Maybe this will be the time that we learn that we shouldn't uh, get all up in arms about a performance, a perfect passer rating. against the Oakland Raiders who just made Sam Darnold look like a Hall of Fame quarterback.
0: Yeah, that's true. I mean, he yeah that. Aaron Rodgers did have one hell of a day against the Raiders, but that's what he he's had a couple games like that this year where he's just been insane, and then he has like some games where it's like,
1: is Aaron Rodgers okay? All right, week thirteen, you got three on the Thanksgiving slate. Bears at Lions, nine thirty. What do you got?
0: Well, did you want to touch on tomorrow's night's game? At all. Ravens, or Rams. Ravens, Rams. Uh, I had
1: I took the Ravens in that. I think Lamar. Does it, has yeah. His does way.
0: anything? Has anything changed your mind that you've seen today, or maybe you've heard something in the works? I'm pretty sure. I know Robert Woods is supposed to be playing tomorrow. Is Brandon Cooks back?
1: I'm not sure. Because I, I
0: know that. Brandon Cooks adds an extra element to that offense that he has a little bit more speed on the outside because the the Rams have kind of been missing a deep threat. Granted their line hasn't been able to protect long enough to hit a deep threat. But still, I mean they have Cup and Roberts who are pretty or Woods who are Robert Woods who are both excellent and excel across the middle and getting open and then yak. But Brandon Cooks is kind of their push yeah. the field type guy.
1: Cooks is back. So,
0: yeah, so that might that might open it up for him a little bit. I mean, are you? You're not scared about the Ravens having to come play, come out west and play? No, I mean it's it's not yeah. like the Rams have a real home field advantage, considering they don't have that many fans.
1: No, I'm pretty sold on the Ravens right now. They're hot. Uh, Lamar's in the spotlight, and I think he holds up again. Yeah, I'm curious to see. I I just
0: I'm, I I wonder if the Ravens might have watched tonight's game, and might be looking past the Rams a little. Thinking, oh, we got a big time matchup next week against the Niners. Yeah, but I mean, I mean that I don't think that's how most or NFL teams think. But you never know. Like the Rams still have quality players, but I think it's safe to say if the Rams lose tomorrow, they're out of the playoff mix. Like they're done.
1: Yeah, they would have no chance in uh, in their division. And then the other problem is you you got Packers eight and three, Vikings eight and three.
0: Yeah, and then the Seahawks are. Nine and two, yeah.
1: So that's a must-win game for the Rams.
0: Yeah, and and I I, I mean it's also what, a must-win game for the Ravens because they got to try and keep up pay, keep pace with the Patriots. Because if the Patriots lose another game, the Ravens on the tiebreaker, so they're kind of in a must-win
1: mode as well. Yeah, nine and two would give them a three-game edge on the division, all but lock it up.
0: Yeah, especially that division. Watching the freaking Bengals and Steelers play though make you want to claw your eyes out. I'm just I'm just glad it was I think it came to fruition what I said. Mason Rudolph being first or second worst quarterback in the entire league. I'm just saying right now, if they would not have pulled him, they would have lost the game. Duck Hodges comes in, throws an eighty what, eighty yard touchdown pass to James Washington, and it was the only touchdown they score all game. They yep. scored thirteen points with him in the game when they only scored three with Mason Rudolph. God, he's so bad. Mason Rudolph is horrendous, and I think he's shown that. Okay, let's move on to next week before I just want to go vomit. Um, I can't talk about Mason Rudolph too much.
1: Bears-Lions in Detroit.
0: Didn't they just play like a week ago, and the Bears won? Like 20-12 to or something like that. 2013, Driscoll tried to make a lake. Yeah. Again, they are in the Dome. I just think – I think the Bears – I think they'll win or they'll win ugly. That's my guess. Right. They'll win like sixteen twelve or something. Yep. Because I mean, their defense is still stout. They they still got a they still got some playmakers. just just they just need Trubisky to stay out of his own way and just hand the ball off. His best attributes is him running. Have him throw as little as possible.
1: Yep, I'm going Detroit with that uh Thanksgiving magic. I think Driscoll's gonna be able to put up Yeah. Maybe 14, 20 points, and I think Trubisky shows how horrendous he is. I'm going Detroit.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm not real sold on the Bears, but I think the Bears are still holding out for an outside shot at the playoffs, so I think they they win this game. Uh,
1: Bills at Cowboys.
0: Bill, um, this is kind of a tough one because the, yep. the Cowboys haven't beat a team with a winning record this year.
1: This is a trap but. game.
0: But the Bills are also, I don't, I think they're a little lackluster and I'm not, I don't, I feel like the Cowboys will be able to score some points against the Bills and I'm not sure the Bills will be able to keep up on offense with the Cowboys. So I think I could see the Cowboys winning like 24, 17, 24, 20, something like that. I just, I think the Cowboys have a lot of weapons on offense and playing back and back Jerry's world in a nice warm dome where their sleet isn't hitting you sideways and Dak doesn't have to play with the glove on and yeah I think I, they're I they'll be game. pretty am, I think they'll be pretty amped up to win. I mean, and we saw the the Eagles when the Eagles man handled the Bills, they did it while, by running the ball and Dallas has a top 3 running back in the league and a pretty good offensive line. So I could see Zeke having a 120-130 yard
1: game. Yeah, that's where I'm going. I got Dallas. Dallas plays well at home. Uh, I think it'll be close. Bills will keep it respectable, probably hold Dak in check. Uh, But, yeah, I think Zeke is their route to a victory. I'm going Dallas. Uh, Saints at Falcons. Uh,
0: I think this is a little bit of a redemption game for the Saints. I think they're going to come in and just want to bury the Falcons because they kind of got embarrassed by them a couple weeks ago when the Saints – or when the Falcons went to the Saints' home and just curb stomped them, stole their soul. I mean, Matt Ryan put his foot to the throat and did not let up. So I think the Saints are going to remember that and be a little, a little pissed off, knowing that everyone's going to be talking about the Niners and the Seahawks and who's the best team in the city. And I think the the uh, the Saints might have a little muscle flex in this game. I could see, I see it being a thirty-four to type game.
1: Yeah, not much to buy into here if you ask me out. I don't think last week's game means anything negative towards the Saints, if anything. Yeah, I think they're going to come back and bully them. Uh, I got the Saints winning by two scores.
0: Yeah, I think I would feel comfortable betting that or taking that. Jets
1: traveling to the Bengals.
0: Again, one of these games where we just I mean, at least the, I don't even know, uh, Jets, but, I mean, the Bengals now have a game to play with for the first pick, considering (laughs) everyone else has at least two wins. But I I don't see them winning this game. I, like, they just, them bitching at Andy Dalton was just saying, we don't want to win a game this year. So, I mean, the Jets looked good against the Raiders today. The Jets' defenses, they fly around. They they make some plays. I think – Maybe Sam Darnold's found a little magic and a little mojo. I'd like the Jets.
1: Yeah, I think the Jets handle him. Uh, Mixon's just about the only bright spot on that Cincinnati team and they have uh, some. Boyd's, Boyd's nice. Not when not when Finley's throwing to him. Yeah,
0: I mean he had a couple of nice plays today. He had a couple he made a couple of nice catches, but you're right, Finley's again, I don't I yeah, he's just not very good. Not much more
1: to say than that. Yep, I'm going Jets. Uh, Huge divisional game. Titans traveling to Indy. Both sitting at six and five. I like the Titans.
0: They look good today. Granted, Jacksonville has not played well. I just – I don't know. I mean, the Colts are going to have a long rest, long week. They're playing at home. I just – I kind of like the Titans formula that they got going right now with Tannehill. Tannehill is like a much improved version of of uh, Mariota. They they seem to trust him. He seems to be able to make t- timely plays with his feet and his arm. And I just I think they're gonna they're gonna rely on Henry and let him bruise out the game. They have no problem winning 17-16 or whatever and just grinding the clock. So I like the. It might not be pretty, but I, I think they're. I think the Titans are gonna take it.
1: Yeah, I view this as a trap game. Like you said, Henry's been beasting, and Colts just came off kind of an ugly loss. But if you're going to take away anything from that Thursday night game, the Texans were the fifth-ranked uh, rushing attack in the league, and the Colts manhandled that rushing attack the whole game. So I think that they're going to come out, and they're going to try to force Henry on the Colts. And if he doesn't get going early and the Colts get a you know 10 nothing lead, 13-3 lead, and you're forcing Tannehill to pass – I like the formula for Colts at home. Might be a little biased, but I think that could work out.
0: Yeah, that, that should be a pretty fun matchup to watch as Leonard and – Darius Leonard and Derrick Henry going at it. That should be pretty fun. They'll probably meet in the hole a couple times.
1: Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm taking the Colts at home. Big game, I think they
0: – Yeah, I mean, that division is so hit or miss. Half the time, I feel like one team shows up and the other doesn't.
1: Exactly. do uh, we got next? We got the Eagles traveling to Miami. The Eagles need this bad.
0: And again, the Dolphins they don't care if they lose. If they lose they're just like, "Oh, that's fine. As long as we look competitive and play hard." And the Eagles are playing for their they're fucking playing for their life. They need this. Yep. I, got the I think this might be a get right game for Wentz.
1: Just to get a little confidence back. Yeah, the Eagles win an easy one, probably win about uh, eh, probably something like 28-14, easy win.
0: Uh, ch- yeah. I'm not sure there's such thing as an easy win in the NFL but I think you're they should uh, definitely have a good chance to win by a couple scores.
1: Packers Giants in New York. Again, I mean the Giants they
0: just they're not that good. The Packers are they're going to they're going to want to show out and prove that this game was more of a fluke than anything. I think they'll and the Giants defense is just not good. They're subpar, and Aaron Rodgers will probably have one of his vintage games where he goes for three hundred and thirty and four touchdowns, and everyone's like, oh, "What a game by Aaron Rodgers! Did you see him? He was slinging it all around. It's like he never left."
1: <laughs> yeah, seven straight losses for the Giants. I think we're getting number eight. I'm going with Green Bay in a route.
0: Yeah, I mean, I could. That's why I feel the same way. I, I don't. I think Daniel Jones will. He'll have a couple of his splash plays, but then he'll have like one or two fumbles where you're just like, oh, no.
1: Browns, the, Steelers. The Smith
0: brother, what, one more thing. The Smith brothers for the Packers, I think they could – I'm going to take an over that they combine for four sacks. I think they'll get to like four and a half sacks in
1: that game. They're pretty legit. Uh, Browns, Steelers in pit. The game everyone's been looking forward to. How many helmets will be thrown? Over under one and a half.
0: I got to take the over, my guy.
1: I think that's going to be
0: the first thing they do. They're just going to meet at midfield and just start bitch-slapping each other with the helmets. <laughs> Last team to have a standing player wins. Uh,
1: I think the Browns bully him. Uh, Duck Hodges, Mason Rudolph, I don't give a fuck. Mike Tomlin, whoever you want to put at quarterback, I think the Browns win this one. Browns are hot, and I think they want it more.
0: Yeah, the Browns have so much more talent. It's It's not even really close. Like, we saw last week the Steelers. They're they need their defense to score a touchdown for them, or they really don't, or hold the other the other team to under ten points. And I just don't think you could do that against the Browns. I mean, they got they've seemed to found Baker and Landry seem to have a legit connection, and they they might have unlocked Odell this past week. So I I think it'll be I think it'll be kind of ugly. I I I was kind of sold on the Steelers. I wanted to buy them as a playoff team, but. God is Mason Rudolph horrible. I mean, you get benched for a dude named Duck. You need to reevaluate your career choice. I'm just saying.
1: Yep. Next time you give a public apology, try not to read it off the script.
0: Yeah. Just you're just yeah. He's just he's soft. I don't. Know, I don't know. Move on. I, again, talking about him too much makes me want to vomit.
1: The two and nine Redskins go to the five and six Panthers. This is a shit bowl. Uh,
0: this game might be good for fantasy purposes. I could definitely see McCaffrey having about 220 yards by the third quarter. <laughs> And them yanking them out, so I I think the Panthers will run away with it just because this is the this is the type of stuff they do. They 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 hang in, or I mean they they play they play pretty well, but the Kyle Allen again kind of came back to earth. He he did all right this week, but McCaffrey just against this the shit team like the Redskins, he'll just I think he'll have a field day. Yep, give me Kyle Allen and. Carolina. I'm really just praying that I don't have to play him next week in fantasy. That's the only thing that I really care about about that game.
1: Bucks and Jags. I...
0: Bucks, Jags.
1: Both
0: four and seven. Huh. Which one should be interesting? Because I, I, it's almost a coin flip game. I mean, James Winston could easily throw for 450 and they win or the Bucks won't be able to stop Leonard Fournette. You know what? I'm rolling with Big Dick Nick. Nick Foles, he's going to take care of business against the Buccaneers in the Battle of Florida. Give me Big Dick Nick all
1: day. Jameis can take his crab legs and go home. All right. Well, I'm riding on my uh, my white knight. Your knife. Buccaneer high? Jameis Winston, give me Tampa.
0: <laughs> I, I mean, I can't blame you for them. I just, the, they're so hard to predict. I don't think the Jaguars are good, but the Bucks are so hard to predict because Jameis Winston will just either he'll either keep them in the game or he'll just completely take them out of the game.
1: Yeah, just two straight really piss poor performances from the Jags. I'm not believing in them. Yeah, I don't, maybe they quit. I don't really know what's going on down there. We're going with game of the week: Niners in Baltimore. Yeah. Um.
0: My adrenaline's a little bit worn off after watching this ass whooping the Niners put on the Packers tonight. So I've come back down to realization. I I don't know if I feel comfortable making a pick on this game yet. I want to see how the Ravens fare tomorrow night.
1: That's soft but, in your pick.
0: But at this moment, I I, I just I I probably got to take the Ravens at home. I just it's gonna, but it'll be it'll be interesting because the Ravens are going to be coming off a short week, flying back home. Depending on how tomorrow goes, uh, it's yeah. I just I think the Ravens will win.
1: You got the Ravens.
0: Yeah, as much as it pains me to say that, I I believe in the Niners. I think the Niners could easily win, but I, the way the Ravens have been playing and at home and the Niners trying to figure out how to stop Lamar, it'll it'll be fun watching Fred Warner try and chase him around.
1: I'm going with the Niners. I think they ride high, even if Baltimore takes this game. Uh, I think the Niners will be able to slow down Lamar. Their linebackers are quick.
0: Yeah, missing Quan definitely hurts a little. I I I mean I don't I think the Niners will be able to handle the Ravens' uh, tight ends pretty well, but the the Niners do struggle a little bit against the run. And Mark Ingram's a powerful back. Gus Edwards is a nice back, and having Lamar, they have an extra blocker in there. So the the running back becomes an extra blocker when he does QB when he does his little QB draws or whatever they're called QB lead. So it'll be interesting to see. I mean, if the Niners win, I think it'll be like a. They'll win like 28 to 24 or something, and if they lose, I think their offense will be pretty much shut down if they lose. I think that game honestly just comes down to the turnover battle. Whoever turns over the ball ball less is going to win.
1: Yeah, I think the Niners will be able to take that one. Uh, I think it will be a great game, but I'm going with the defense. Yeah. I mean,
0: the Ravens have shown that they've been pretty good at uh, getting some turnovers this year. But, I mean, it's just – it's different. The Niners, it's – they predicate themselves on getting to the quarterback. But, this, I mean, we've seen the Niners have struggled with a, a mobile quarterback so far. Kyler Murray has kind of made him his son a couple times. His, they just weren't able to pull it out because the Niners are just a, a better team. But they've, they've struggled with a guy that can get into open space
1: and figure some things out. Moving on, divisional clash, Rams at Cardinals.
0: Again, I need to see what happens tomorrow. If the Rams lose, do they just pack in the season, or and do they and does Kyler Murray just work some magic and sling the ball around for 250 and run for another hundred? I don't know. I, I want to take the Rams, but I don't know if they're good enough to. I mean, they're blo- they can't block and Chandler Jones is a monster, so that'll be a tough game for the Rams to pull out. It's the Cardinals are kind of a little a little sleepy. You sleep on them, you're gonna get. Woken up real quick with a freaking gut punch. So, I, I, I'll i go Rams. Not convincingly. All right. But I'll, I'll take the Rams.
1: I'm going to Arizona. Give me Kyler Murray. I think he pulls this yeah. one out. He's maturing pretty well.
0: Again, I mean, I'll, I want to see if Aaron Donald just picks him up by his collar and throws him four yards back
1: yeah, we'll like see a rag doll.
0: I don't know but, if he'll be able to get his hands on him. Uh, Kyler Murray is not that as elusive as you think he is. I watched D4 chase him down. And I watched Eric Armstead chase him down. So he, he, maybe he's a guy that needs to get going or something, or because he's got little strides, because he's a little short guy. But he's not—he's not as fast as you think. He's—he's kind of elusive, but he's not that quick. He's not as quick as you think he is.
1: Regardless, ever since they added Kenyon Drake, they've gotten better. And like you said, Chandler Jones—he's a beast. So I'm going. Yeah. What happened to David Johnson?
0: Is he on the back of milk cartons? Is he missing?
1: Yep, he was
0: a. Should we be worried? Do I need to cut him off my fantasy teams?
1: Healthy scratch last week.
0: Yeah, that's crazy because then they, they
1: just paid. Or he wasn't it. a scratch, but he didn't play. Uh, Chargers, Broncos. Broncos at home. Shitbull. God, that's
0: tough. That's a game you don't even want to watch.
1: I don't even want to talk about this game. Give me the Chargers. Broncos suck. Yeah, I'll take the.
0: I'll take the Chargers just because I don't think the Broncos can complete a pass with – what's his name? Brandon Allen? Yep, moving on. Yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah, it's not even worth our time. Raiders and
1: KC, huge game.
0: Oh, KC wins this one running going away, I feel like.
1: Yep, KC uh, at home and can't trust the Raiders after that.
0: Well, I mean, and we saw the Chiefs dismantle the Raiders in in Oakland earlier in the year. I mean, that, that's the game where Mahomes had like four touchdowns in like eight minutes. Yep. Like, getting like four touchdowns in one quarter. And it was like, oh my God, he's going to have 12 touchdowns this game. Yeah, I think that's a route. Yeah, I just don't. I think I could see the Chiefs scoring 40 points.
1: Another game of the week. Pats at Texans.
0: This should be a fun one. I, again, I see this as a route. I think the Pats win
1: 28 to 6. Yeah, I think it's on paper, it looks like a good game, but. I just don't know Watson against that pass defense and Brady in a dome after uh, a couple poor offensive performances and some rough weather. I think the Bats take this one.
0: Yeah, I think the the Texans are a little fraudulent. I don't think they're – they're one of those teams where it's like, yeah, they might be – what are they, seven and four or whatever they are, but they're not – or six and five. They're seven and four. Yeah, they're – they're a good team, but they're not going to beat the upper echelon teams in the NFL, So, I, I, and I don't think they're there yet. I don't think they have the players. I think Deshaun Watson will get sacked about six times, throw about two or three picks, and it will be ugly pretty quick.
1: I'm with you there. I got the Pats. Uh, another good Monday night football game, Vikings at Seattle.
0: maybe it's some bias coming out of me and I really should never believe in Kirk cousins and Russell Wilson is a God on primetime games, but I just think the Vikings got a solid defense and I think they're going to be able to r- run the ball down Seattle's throat with Dalvin cook and Kirk cousins is just going to have to do what he did in dallas just screen pass here, quick out here, screen pass here. And cause I, I think, I don't think Seattle's defense is, is all that good and I think they'll be able to handle him. Especially it depend it depends if Clowney plays, that could add a more, another X factor for their defense. But if he doesn't play, I, I like I think I like Minnesota.
1: Alright, I'm going with Seattle. Russ, home, primetime. time. Need I say any more. Yeah, I just I think oh, I mean hopefully the Vikings
0: coming off a bye can maybe they hopefully they use their bye time more efficiently than the Packers did this week. But I think that's, that should be a good game. As long as Blair Walsh doesn't show up to kick for the Vikings, I think they should win.
1: <laughs> I agree. All right, that's the end of the slate for week 13.
0: All right, you got any lasting images from this week or anything like that that just really caught your eye for the weekend?
1: I think the image I'm going with in the next week is, fuck the Oakland Raiders, and John Gruden's going to Venmo me 15 bucks.
0: Do you want to introduce Burn My Cash?
1: No, we'll save that.
0: (laughs) Today was a perfect one, though. The Oakland fucking Raiders.
1: They, They laid me seven points, and they lost by 30. How is this possible? To the Jets.